Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. Being a car enthusiast and being financially responsible generally do not go hand in hand. It's not that car enthusiasts are horrible spenders or bad at earning money, but rather cars and car-related activities just cost a lot of money. Of course, there's the buying a car aspect of being a car enthusiast, and then fuel, tires, and maintenance. Track days and car parts just add to the bill. The cost of being a car enthusiast keep adding up. This is a real shame, as it adds an air of exclusivity to the community. But here's the deal. Even though some car enthusiasts are quite vocal about spending a ton of money on cars, it's pretty easy to be a car enthusiast without breaking the bank. Heck, it's totally feasible to be a car enthusiast without a car or any of those big car-related expenses. How does that work? Well, let me talk you through several years of my car enthusiast life, when I didn't spend much more than 100 bucks to enjoy my passion. Now back in college, I lived like a lot of students, eating ramen, brewing my own cheap coffee in copious amounts, and living relatively frugally. Now, I definitely wasn't the most frugal, but the dollar menu at McDonald's was my go-to. Nonetheless, my budget didn't allow for car-related expenses, especially not purchasing a car. So did I just give up my love and passion for cars? Of course not. In fact, my college years were crammed full of fun car adventures and experiences. The first way I got my car fun during this time was through video games. For a lot of enthusiasts, video games were the first proper introduction to the world of cars, from classics like Need for Speed Underground and Hot Pursuit, to arcade games like Mario Kart which is a borderline car enthusiast game, if I'm being honest. Anyway, back in college, what did I pick up? I got myself a used Xbox and played a lot of Forza Motorsport 4. The game was a great hybrid of a lot of the arcade-style street racing games and the full-blown racing sims, as it supported a great amount of car modifications while also focusing on some degree of physics accuracy and actual driving performance. Video games like Forza do a great job introducing many different cars and different tracks to users, while also requiring some degree of focus on vehicle dynamics and car tuning and modifications. Although the emphasis on video games for me was autosport related, there's also a growing community of online enthusiasts who essentially just hang out and have virtual car meets. Now, with video games set up, you can definitely go all out and build a top-of-the-line racing sim. But cheap used gaming systems also work great for finding a car-related outlet. My used Xbox with four controllers was about 100 bucks, and I split that with a roommate, so it was definitely not nearly as expensive as most racing simulators. As technology keeps on improving, I think we're going to see more and more growth of video game-based car communities as the performance of systems becomes cheaper and more accessible. Being able to nerd out and be around cars, even if it's virtually, 
is actually quite fulfilling and does a great job fulfilling in the need of a physical car to be an enthusiast. Want some proof? Well, during the pandemic, sim racing really exploded and grew in popularity. So that's one big area where we've seen this trend continue onward. Now related to the ongoing community of video game based car enthusiasts, another great and cost effective way to be a car enthusiast is to be a part of a car club or community. This could be as simple as tagging along with a group of other car enthusiasts with their cars to ride shotgun while they go on a cruise, or even just meeting up to talk cars with some friends, again potentially even virtually through video games. Now with the pandemic going on, there was a lot less type of the physical car meets going on or even the opportunity to get to ride in a friend's car for fun drives, but car communities will still keep on thriving. For me. I got to be a part of a car club that worked on cars and also went for cruises. Me not having a car didn't take away from the experiences a whole lot. I still got to participate in a lot of fun activities, learning a lot about cars and hanging out with some really cool people. One of my favorite memories is getting to hang out with a buddy of mine who had a Shelby GT500 Mustang, a car that I absolutely love. He let me join on a cruise and man was that an incredible experience. I can still hear the massive supercharged V8 growling through the streets and the feeling of being thrown into the back of my seat as it got onto the freeway. The car community is full of amazing people just like my friend who love to share their car and their car experiences with others. And just in case you're wondering, I didn't spend a dime with these car communities other than on my meals I ate with them. So how do you get involved with car communities or meet communities like this? Again, there's the virtual world and I think that's a big part. You can meet people through social media and car forums or even through video games again. Another great way is just by attending local cars and coffee events once they get back to a normal regular schedule. Simply showing up to a cars and coffee, no matter if you have a car or not, or even if you just have a cheap beater, is another great opportunity to hang out with a bunch of car enthusiasts while looking at tons of cars, all for the low flat rate of free 99. Especially with younger enthusiasts, local cars and coffee meets are a great way to meet people in the community without having to spend money. Building friendships in these communities will lead to fun adventures, just like my Shelby GT500 ones. Another type of event that's fun to go to are proper car shows. These are events that people showcase their cars in a convention center, with people getting to travel from booth to booth checking out cool cars and car products. This last year saw most of the car shows getting cancelled, especially the indoor ones, but once they resume they'll be a great way to see cool stuff going on in the industry. The biggest events in America are SEMA in Las Vegas, the New York, and then the Detroit Auto Shows. The pinnacle on the global scale though, that has to be the Geneva Motor Show. That's where Koenigsegg usually shows off their newest wild creation. These car shows generally have some form of admission fee, so they're not as cost effective as the cars and coffee. But put it this way, 
cops are less likely to break up a convention center car show than a car meet with idiots doing burnouts in the car parking lot. I did go attend a couple of car shows during this time period as well. Again, not super expensive to get into. The food there overpriced, but you can still go in, see all these really cool booths and see what's going on. You can even go and sit in a car, so that worked out really nicely. Given that some of us are still under strict pandemic lockdowns, and also there's the whole issue of close quarters with other people, the car meets and car shows might not be so suitable right now. So what else can you do? Another throwback to my college days, I loved just watching car shows and listening to car podcasts. Gotta throw in the free plug there for the GeForce podcast. I tune in for new episodes of car shows like Amazon's The Grand Tour or reruns of Top Gear, but I'd also binge watch car YouTubers. It's a great way to stay in touch with the car world and grow as an enthusiast. Top Gear, a show that I could dote on for hours, was my first proper introduction to a medium where I could learn about cars from all over the world while also laughing at three idiots making a complete mess of some car situation. While doing work, it's harder to watch a screen with a TV show going on, so instead I'll plug in my headphones and listen to some podcasts. A lot of podcasts are available to stream for free, just like this one, so it's another great cost-effective way to be a car enthusiast. Overall, being a car enthusiast doesn't have to mean spending boatloads of money. As a community, we should better celebrate the cost-effective and low barrier-to-entry ways to getting into cars, as it'll help the community be more welcoming and just grow more. So the next time you think about how much money it costs to love cars, take a second to remember all the great cost-effective ways to embrace and celebrate this amazing automotive world. Mm-hmm.